Hey there, homies. <laughs> it's time for another episode of Geek Talk. Why do you call them homies? What the hell? <laughs> I'm going to start this properly. Because well, they're my homies. What do you want? Hi, homies. Homies means people that live in your neighborhood. Yeah, it's like... First of all, it's meant to be silly. No one actually says homies like for real anymore. But it's just like yeah, that's that's another thing. It's a greedy. Homies is like from thirty years ago. But see, like I hyphenate it, so it's like homies. So oh. that makes it great, and it's a throwback. And like everyone, everyone can hear that hyphen on your. If you know, you know. If you don't, you just think I'm super cool. <laughs> okay, homie. Okay, thanks for starting that off. I will properly start it off by saying. Howdy, homies. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Geek Talk with my co-host. We're not even going into it again. Shh. Mr. Joe Bob Briggs. It's actually, oh. this turned out to be my first pod of the new year. I actually did one on my own, but I haven't posted it yet. I'm undecided if I'm going to or not. But as far as people know at this moment, this is the first one of the new year. So what you been up to? Why do we do these right after we've been on TV? Because it's they like... They can watch TV and see what we do. We have what so we many behind-the-scenes stories that, to tell. There's a lot that goes into these. And we didn't get to do a live this time. Like, I really want to try to do lives after What's each What's the behind-the-scenes story? I went to the makeup room, <laughs> then I put on like my... Like how we choose our Put on our my bowler tie... Then I sat in the chair. Then we did the <laughs> okay. show. You're such a fucking smartass. <laughs> like, the thought process that goes into what we do, I don't know. Like, it's not... We put a lot of time and effort into this. And if you don't want to give away secrets, that's fine. But I think people there are like no to hear secrets. We oh, showed a, secrets. We showed a couple of interesting movies. We showed uh, Tammy and the T-Rex, and we showed... We're talking about the Valentine show. Yeah, we, should say we that. just had the Valentine show. We showed special. Tammy and the T-Rex, and we showed um, The Love Witch. Very interesting movies. And one of them is like a rediscovery from two years ago, or maybe three years ago now. Um, What's that, They rediscovered Witch? the... No, 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 Tammy and the T-Rex. They For years, the original cut didn't exist. Oh, okay. And so three like years they ago... They rediscovered it. They discovered ago. one print remained gotcha. of the original cut of the movie... That's what makes it popular because they had destroyed it um, to try to make it into a a kids film, <laughs> and um, it's so much better this way. And so they put the gore back in, uh, and then um, and then the Love Witch, one of the most distinctive um, indie films of the past, you know, decade, very. You know, very much its own genre, mm -hmm. uh, sort of, and and um, and so you know, two very different films, but but very interesting films. And so, I, you stand behind your decision to show Love Witch. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> what do you <laughs> no, mean? You do. What do you mean? Stand behind my decision? Because yeah, you, what's there wrong were with a Love lot Witch? of people that were really disappointed in that choice. Uh, Disappointed? I got a few. I will never watch Joe Bob again. He's not what he used to be. Blah blah blah. Like what? We kind of get that no matter what we I show. I have always honestly. shown weird beard films. <laughs> you know, but it's kind of a different kind of weird beard for you. You know what I mean? What? You know, I, I don't. I don't. It's super I don't get that. artsy and not very gory. You know. Well, it's it's a it's a unique vision by sure. a, it's a personal vision by a, an indie filmmaker, but 
It's definitely our definition. My definition of of horror um, is very broad. I mean, we we've we've shown all kinds of uh, horror films. Uh, we don't just show slashers from the eighties, if that's what people mean. Uh, Honestly, I think that is kind of what they mean if they don't say it, because the only way to make everyone happy ever is like if we do just show Nightmare on Elm Street over and over again. That would not make people happy. Uh, I, I think I people like to discover things, uh, and they like to be exposed to new things. They don't just want me to complete, just to talk about uh, classics every time we we do a show. Plus, and, having Anna Villarong was just. I, and, I love her. She's fascinating. And I, the the most interesting thing to me about Anna Biller is she defined something I never heard defined before, which was the female gaze. Everyone talks about the male gaze, and she explained what the female gaze is. I I thought it was she was gonna. I thought by what she meant by it, she was gonna explain how females look at men. That's mm-hmm. not it. It's how females look at women on the screen, and um, uh, you know. It, it it was, it, I, I thought many of the things she said were enlightening. Plus, I admire the fact that she's fierce about her filmmaking beliefs. Mm-hmm. Very uh, much so. She, she shoots on 35-millimeter film. Nobody shoots on 35 Well, she said it's making a comeback. You know, we'll see if it makes a comeback. But I hope so. I she still look. shoots on 35-millimeter film. Um, she is meticulous about every detail of her movies. That's why they take so long to make. And um, she has a a unique point of view. One thing she does that I never saw anybody do this before is she does these voiceovers where people say exactly what they're thinking. I've never seen voiceovers in a movie like that, except in cartoons. You see that in cartoons, but you don't really see that in feature films. Um, Usually, if you have voiceovers, they're ironic. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, They're counterpoint to what's going on. But um, she does these straight-up voiceovers, uh, and it's it's kind of disconcerting. Anyway, uh, there were a whole lot of things about that that film that I thought were um, worth celebrating. People said, well, if you liked it so much, why did you give it three and a half stars? Well, I think it's too... Three and a half is pretty high. <laughs> well, it's pretty high. I mean, it, it's too long, I think. I, I mean, it, it could have used some trims. Um, and, um, you know, there's very little suspense in the film. That's true. Um, but it's still... Uh, Kind of, worth watching. It's worth watching. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean no one's gonna get... like every film that we show. What, and it's what? not like we had the option of My Bloody Valentine. That was, of course, the number one request. It's not like we had it and said, "Nah, <laughs> we're not gonna show it." I mean, if people didn't like <laughs> the Love Witch, I can think of about three films coming up in season three. Oh, Lord, <laughs> that, Lord, I know that are gonna be. There are some that are gonna, that are gonna be. Gonna, that are going to test, test the patience of the audience. But I'm going to find ways to make them fun. Like, I'm going to, like, you had this, like, Iron Man thing back in the days. Like, I made it through this movie and you sent out certificates or yeah. something. I'm going to find a way yeah. to do that and make this an interactive group torture session <laughs> with yeah. some of the films that you were showing this year. <laughs> I know one film that we're going to show that you absolutely hate. 
Um, and you have to be specific, the, sadly. There's a couple we, of them. We can't name it, but uh, it, it can you won, give me any kind of hint? Well, it won that a no lot of award. It won quite a few is awards. Is it the one that's premiering? Yeah. It's, oh God. It, oh God. It's actually a world premiere on oh, our God. show. Oh um, <laughs> God. Why? Why do I have to sit through it again? <laughs> and, uh, but you know what? Even that one, some people are going to like it. A lot of people won't. You know what? Some people are going to love that film. Some people, I can't understand it, but somebody out there will love it. And I'm going to, I think I'm going to like live feed myself watching that. Like, because you need to get really fucking stoned for that. I'm just going to stay stoned. It is kind of a stoner film. <laughs> I mean, it's very much if like you aren't a stoned on that, you music just, video style stoner film. But but anyway, um, yay! Something to look forward to. We're really promoting the hobby <laughs> season three. We got all these movies you're not going to want to see. We probably <laughs> no. I'm I'm just I'm just uh, it's, it's, I'm just saying. I mean, you make unique choices. How's that? Yeah, I don't I don't love everything that we show, but I'm interested in everything that we show. Um, and you and so. you help me appreciate even ones I don't love, like. That one I appreciate much more than I would have if I watched on my own. I wouldn't even have gotten through it on my own. Here's what I don't understand. I get requests all the time. Show this film. It's my favorite film. I've oh, seen it. Third. I've seen it fifty times. If you've seen it fifty times, why do you want me to show it? Okay, <laughs> I like... can't answer that as a fan. I just want you one, I want to share the experience of talking about a film I care so much about with like lots of other people watching at the same time. Plus, you literally always put a new spin on it, no matter what it is. Like, I'm picturing Scream. Like, I feel like I know pretty much every single fucking factoid you can come up with about Scream because I've been studying it since it came out and just living it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I still think you'll you'll make it interesting and you'll just have something new to add to it. And even if you don't, just the fact that you're sitting there and celebrating this film that it means so much to me, just I would love to see that. So. Make a mental note. Show screen. <laughs> well, I'll 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 uh, I'll be sure to include you if we. Oh yeah, because we're gonna have we to show fight. Screen. I already know you're gonna. What is that like a one one star movie to you? No, not at all. But I know you uh, hate it. I did. I never said that. It I hate ended screen. the slasher genre or some shit. It ended well, horror as we know it. No, it ended. The, it did end the slasher genre because it was it was uh, ironic about. The rules of the slasher genre. That was the That's whole. That's it. Ruin it. That put a whole new spin and gave new life to it. Oh boy. Yep. I, yeah. Yeah. It created <laughs> scary movie. That was the so next. So what? There's that not, was the next big hit. Like after, there were no. That's Scream. not true. There were a lot of things after Scream. Like I know what you did last summer. It they started a whole real slashers, new. slashers though. I know what you did last summer is not a real slasher. Urban Legend is not a real slasher. Yes, these are movies that were Those created were already because in of, production. At the oh, good God. Oh, good God. Anyway. Um, That's a lie, and you know it. Nothing was in production at the time uh, of Scream. Anyway. Because no, it was dead. Was it was dead. No one cared about <laughs> slashers at that point. Like, literally nothing new and interesting was coming out. And then Scream came, and people said, whoa, this shit's awesome. Let's copy it 18,000 times, and I am here for every single copy. Like, they're all great. Okay, Darcy. <laughs> calm down. Okay. All right. Um, so, yeah, so... I don't know. What were you talking did, about? <laughs> I, you know, did I thought our, our our Valentine's show I thought was um, it was fun. Oh, and you got married to Tommy Atkins. Yay! That was the, 
To me, that was the highlight. Oh, of course. <laughs> to me, that was the highlight. I, I finally married my beloved. <laughs> well, there's a lot that goes on in our little quarantine cabin. We get a little stir crazy. <laughs> it's like, hey, this is a good idea. Let's do this. Uh, so people also got to see for the first time how interviews are going to have to be this season because of COVID. Yeah, and I think our, they they were pretty accepting of it. I was, our satellite I was hookup on the with Yuki in the tree. <laughs> the, yeah, uh, yeah. I thought it worked okay with Anna. She was uh, she was a good sport with it. Yeah, I was just worried that you know it's sometimes hard to watch interviews like that, but people were really understanding. I felt you were farther away from me than uh, Anna Biller. Uh, you were all the way across the room. Well, the way your chair is in the cabin, I kind of just have to pull up a chair and, and make it work. So, well, we'll see what we can do. But, you know, we're making do. It's COVID. And so, fingers crossed it all works out. <laughs> Are yeah. we allowed to say anything about when season three starts? Probably not. No. Nothing at all? Soon, but we Soon-ish. can't. Soon-ish. <laughs> but we can't really... They don't. They don't let us announce anything. Why are they like that? I guess it doesn't Dates, matter. Titles, guests, anything. I know. Until they say, "Okay, time to announce it." And then if, never mind. This is not going to be any kind of complaint session. <laughs> but we'll let you know as soon as we possibly can. However, you do have another fun thing coming up that you can talk about now, right? Um, yeah. Um, Let's go on and drop that bomb, baby. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> Joe Bob's Drive-In Jamboree Woo-hoo! is a three-day event at the Mahoning Drive-In this summer um, that we're billing as the Drive-In Woodstock. Yeah. The gathering I of... I wish the, you wouldn't bill it as that, but whatever. <laughs> the it gathering consists. of the mutants. <laughs> and um, it consists of three things. Um, uh, opening night is uh, my new film festival, Joe Bob's Mutant Fest. Yay! Um, Finally, all these indie where films. We're gonna, <laughs> where we're going to honor the um, filmmakers in the, all across America who have no access to, to, to Hollywood money or New York money. Um, or anywhere true, money. True mm-hmm. ultra-low-budget filmmakers, you know, who managed to make their features and and shorts we're going to honor some shorts too but mo- but it's it's intended for features and we're going to and we're going to combine that we have industry professionals come in and they're going to teach very specific seminars that I create that tell people how to do things for no money in other words you take a guy who works every day in the film industry and you bring him in as the expert but the rule is he has to teach you how to do things for no money. He has to t- he has to teach against what pays his salary. So that's the concept of our seminars. And then on the second day, we're going to have a live um, uh, double feature of uh, like the last drive-in show, but um, on stage with cameras. We're going to take a it. very special guest that we can't very say yet. Special guests, it's very special guest, very special lineup of movies. And, uh, but, but and we're doing all, like a, a real episode live. It's amazing. But on all three of these days, you, we're going to have vendors um, on the grounds. We're going to have um, bands. We're going to have um, cosplay contests. Uh, Games, you, sideshow people. You're going to host cartoons, cartoons in the morning. Cereal and cartoons in the morning. In a tune tent. <laughs> and... Uh, um, we we it's going to be a carnival atmosphere, and then on the third day, 
it's uh, Joe Bob's haunted drive-in. So the drive-in comes a complete haunted environment with uh, zombies and monsters, and it's family friendly. So um, uh, I watch my language, and, <laughs> and we have uh, we like have two classic. Yeah. Uh, well, not for sure. Cla- classic, classic horror classics of you know from the golden age of horror, um, and. Um, you know the 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 zombies, the monsters menace the cars, and, Ooh, and uh, it's gonna be spooky, <laughs> but not too spooky. But in the daytime, we have um, we have again we have games and bands and cartoons and and just all kinds of and fun. And, yeah, <laughs> so it's a three day it's a three day um, uh, event of uh, all the things we love in the horror world. And um, uh, hopefully we can do some good for indie filmmaking and for, uh, and, and I mean, the reason we're doing it is, you know, a lot of our fans, I've, I've, been, I've been on the road for like three years now Until we talking to our stop. fans and they, they live their lives online, <laughs> you know, for a lot of them. And uh, they want to meet other people people that are in the same world that they're in and so this is a good event for doing that and um uh, and just feeling like a group like a community it's, yeah it's, it's our community you know coming together so fam, woo. <laughs> so, <laughs> and then i'm if i can find a venue i may do my live show um oh yeah the night before the event starts thursday night i may i may do uh, did I give the dates? It's, it's July. Um, um, uh, <laughs> it's we'll, July, we'll tweet out that it's, info. <laughs> it's July 16 through 18, whatever that weekend is. July 16 through 18. Didn't you just say what that weekend is? <laughs> well, if it's 18 to 20, oh, gotcha. then, you know, but okay. it's 16 to 18, I think. Cool. Um, and then if, if, if I can find a venue, I may do my live show on Thursday night just as a welcome to the you know, yeah, we should well, find out if that's welcome happening. Welcome to the event. That'd be so cool. I haven't done the live show in a while now. I so. know. It's been so long. I miss it. So um, that's it. That's a, that's a big thing. Uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. And we're going to uh. set up a website to keep the updates coming. Oh, and we didn't say where it is. It's oh, at, duh. <laughs> right? It's at the Mahoning Drive-In. There you go. This beloved drive-in that was rescued from near extinction in the year 2014 by lovers of the drive-in who worked for free to you know, bring it back and and it's now it's now doing very well yeah there's a really but, great documentary you can check out about it yeah there's a documentary on amazon prime called at the drive-in that's the uh history of the Mahoney it'll make drive-in. you love them <laughs> and uh uh it's in uh Lehighton, um pennsylvania um which is in the uh, appalachian mountains uh it's the small Appalachian Mountains <laughs> uh, before you get into the high peaks. We get it. Okay, in the in eastern Pennsylvania, and um, very historic area, very beautiful area, but kind of the middle of nowhere, which is yeah. where drive-ins should be. Uh, I think the nearest city is uh, Allentown, so um, about halfway between Scranton and Philadelphia. For those of you who want to look it up, um, th- anyway, that's where the um, 
that's where the Joe Bob's Drive-In Jamboree is occurring in July. So, Yay. boy, that took a long time to explain. Oh, and really. if you have a film oh, yeah. <laughs> that you want to that you want to submit for Joe Bob's uh, Mutant Fest, um, we have no entry fee. So all you have to do is send all your information and how to, how I can watch the film, or how our team can watch the film because I can't watch every film. But send I'm it part to of the team. Joe Bob. <laughs> you are part of the team. Uh, Joe Bob at JoeBobBreaks.com. Uh, just send me um, all your information and how how we can watch the film. Give us a private link, or if you want to send physical media, you can send that to me. I'll give you the address. The site's up. Or that, the address and, is on my site right now, Kinky Horror. It's at the top of the page, but I'll also put it on the site we're making for this. Yeah. And also, if you have a band and you want to play at yeah, Show Bob's Jamboree. Or if you have a, or if you have a sideshow act, because we're going to have sideshow acts, and actually, your son is going to do one of the sideshow acts, we'll right? Let's wait until that's definite before we well, talk more about that. Oh, you don't know if he's going to. We'll gonna, talk about that. Later. If he's going to do it. Well, he, he <laughs> has a sideshow act that he does, right? He does. Okay. We'll see. He doesn't. So, like, he doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't like to do it. He, he gets nervous. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Well. We'll it, see. Well, I, I'm going to try to talk him into it. So. Um, <laughs> Anyway, um, uh, so anyway, that we're doing that, and uh, that's enough on that. All right. <laughs> I think the last thing we should cover is your Valentine's Day weekend, your birthday surprise, sort of. Oh. <laughs> that's exciting. Yeah. Well, we decided. I've, I've, for years, I've wanted to go to Pioneer Town, California. Because it's the site of the Howling Seven. And back in the nineties, <laughs> I tried to make the Howling Seven into a cult movie. I failed. Aww. But but we showed it like three times on Monster Vision and it's one of the worst movies ever made. But, but you the, love but, it. But the but I love it. The guy who the guy who made it was an Australian um, biker named Clive Turner. And he... I've heard so much about Clive Turner <laughs> over the last few years. <laughs> and he bought the rights to the name The Howling and the right to use footage from Howling 4, 5, and 6. <laughs> and so Howling 7 is a combination of footage from Howling 4, 5, and 6 and then this additional, these additional scenes that he shot in Pioneer Town, California. Now, Pioneer Town, California was a B-movie ranch uh, for Westerns back in the 40s. Um, it was abandoned in the mid-50s. I think the Gene Autry show was the last thing that was ever filmed there. And so it was abandoned, and all these false front buildings, they weren't even, you know, real buildings, were occupied by bikers and other vagrants, and it became this lawless town. You know, it had no government. You weren't supposed to be living there. It was all squatters. Wow. And so, having seen it, it's so hard to picture it that way. <laughs> and so, um, uh, there was one bar there called Pappy and Harriet's, and Pappy and Harriet's bar uh, became well known among performers, um, and a lot of country music acts played there. Pappy was a one-hit wonder country music uh, singer himself, and. Um, and and so that that's all that it was known for. Well, Howling Seven was filmed almost entirely in Pappy and Harriet's bar, 
and in the Pioneer Town Motel, which is still there. It's still there. It's about, adorable. Has about twelve <laughs> rooms. It has uh, little hammocks outside. And there's really <laughs> this this is really in the middle of the desert. So, oh my god! It took so long to get there. <laughs> so. Um, so we drove out there because I have this dream of someday showing Howling 7 on, it's gonna happen. on the last drive-in. And um, uh, who do we run into but some last drive-in fans <laughs> yeah. who are staying at the Pioneer Town Motel. But they didn't even know they, they were in history. They didn't even know that Howling 7 <laughs> was filled there. And, they didn't uh, even know there was a Howling 7, actually. <laughs> and, They're uh, like, no way. It was extremely cold and extremely windy, and the it dust storms crazy. were blowing. And we had all these plans. I was like, we're going to film a little thing, like the Barbie thing. We thought we'd thing. film a little thing out there. But, you but know, before we even got there, the wind and dust, it was like a... The wind, the dust, the cold. You couldn't even it's see like anything. one of the most inhospitable crazy. places in the world. I Pat, don't think it's like that all the time. I think this is like a crazy weekend for weather. Pappy and Harriet's is still there, though. And Pappy and Harriet's is... Pappy, both Pappy and Harriet have passed on. Um, and so the, the, but the current owners, um, still, you know, you know who, you know, who played at the, uh, you know, who played a set at Pappy and Harriet's, um, as recently as 26, 2017, Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney had heard about Pappy and Harriet's. Because of Howling 7? And he somehow, he was in California. I don't know why, how he heard about it. And he said... Can I come over and play a set? What? He played a set at Pappy and Harriet's. It's like, That's if crazy. you saw Pappy and, Pappy and Harriet's, yeah. you would know how weird that is. I think and we got so, some footage of it. It was one of those things where he just dropped in, you know, so that there was no advanced publicity. So like you just had to be there. Mind-blowing to people. I know. Because it's such so, a small little place. So, um, But we got to eat there. Their food was really good. So yeah, the food was great. <laughs> Um, but we had to eat outside with our social distancing, so we were freezing and getting sand everywhere, and our food was blowing away. Yeah, and, and a <laughs> lot of the little shops had closed up, and the, yeah. the, the film museum it wasn't was the closed. Best time to tour. So it. <laughs> it's a, it's kind of a sad little town, but but. Uh, but it's anyway, beautiful. It's really I, beautiful too. I, at least I got to see it. So if we ever host the Howling Seven, uh, and I really want to host the Howling Seven, we. I, I've asked about it several times. It's hard to know who owns it. Uh, I think we it got it. It was released now. by New Line, um, and I, I even had a meeting at New Line years ago saying, "Do you know you have the worst movie ever made in history? You you need to make it into a cult film." And I tried to get them to release it on DVD, and they they just never got it. They couldn't. Explain. They couldn't. It. You said it's like in pieces, and they didn't want to put the pieces together. Or the, yeah, right? they they had never put all the thirty five millimeter pieces of film together. That's so they just put enough together to release a VHS copy. It only exists on VHS, and of course, some version exists that we showed on Monster Vision, but um, I could never get anything going for. They retitled it. They retitled it The Howling New Moon Rising. Yeah. Um, That's helpful. But it was never... Sounds it was so much more intriguing. Virtually <laughs> never released. It was just never released. But we showed it three times on Monster Vision because every time we would show it, it would get a higher rating. People started to like get into it and oh, yeah. love all the crazy moments in it. Like the first time you said, I wonder if the townspeople were still living there, right? Because they all used their real names in the film. They used all the real names... Of the townspeople of Pioneer Town, <laughs> in the uh, 
and there like aren't very many of them. Basically. <laughs> yeah, and there aren't very many people living there. But then uh, they all like wrote you and said, "Yeah, we're here." Yeah, this but this place is the end of the road. This this place it's, this place yeah. is you know there's nothing beyond there this no place. There's no Wi-Fi. <laughs> that should tell you something. There's no Wi-Fi. There's no cell. I had no cell reception I out know. there. You know. But in a way, it, it's so cool. If it the wind and weather hadn't been so crazy, I would have definitely loved to stay there for a while. Like we should try to go back under better circumstances. It's kind of out there towards I don't know, what's nearby. Um, it's kind of like if you're going to Coachella. 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 Is that <laughs> what it is? I don't. Know. I never knew. Yeah, how to where say Coachella that. is, it's kind of out that way like okay. really far like what did it take us like three hours from LA yeah oh it's it's a haul but hey you can say you stood where they line danced in Howling 7 yeah you were so, so amazed by it by the way you're like oh this is where they sing their song and I, you were yeah terrible. I saw the place where they sang the group sing where they did prescription beer that's the big it's a musical Howling 7 is a musical oh yeah of course and <laughs> Pappy does his hit song stand up and everybody stands up. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's, um, uh, the director of, uh, the director and star, Clive Turner of Howling 7. Was, talking about Clive Turner. <laughs> was never seen again. He, Aww. he went back to Australia and we haven't been able to locate him. Oh, we will. I promise you, he needs to know how much you love him. You talk, you speak about him more than oh, anyone if I could ever have has him in his on whole the show. <gasps> Let's do it. We got to make it happen. I would fly him from Melbourne or wherever the fuck. <gasps> Good lord, <laughs> that's saying a lot. <laughs> we will find Clive Turner if anybody lives in Australia and can get a hold of him. But if not, I will do it. I will find him. I promise you this, sir. Are oh, you happy man. you went? If we, oh yeah, if we could do the show from Pioneer Town. <gasps> Can that would we? just be awesome. <gasps> we have to. Oh, my God. We really have to. Oh, my God. Yes. Can we do a special oh on location? God. Oh, my God. I would just. That would just okay, be. Okay, done. The ultimate. Now I don't feel bad about <laughs> showing Howling 7 because you made me make a mission of it in the first place because you're like, oh, it's lost and have I love it. Have you ever it, successfully and... watched the whole movie? Yeah. You have not. In pieces. Not all at one time, but. You you don't even. You, you, you don't appreciate it. I. And you know, for one thing, the, the detectives invest, investigating, the which are called inspectors, because it's written in Australian <laughs> language, the, the, the inspectors who are investigating the werewolf killings are these um, uh, like community theater actors <laughs> from Riverside, and, and it gives it this quality that's just... Adorable, mind-numbing, and adorable. <laughs> yeah, and and uh, oh, it just has. There's just so many aspects to. It. We, we can't even go into Howling. Oh, oh my god, right you now. have there's my mind spinning. So though. many like, aspects to it. Maybe we could do it. So we can do it on location. We could have like actual people, mutants, show up, like, and be in the bar and light dancing and stuff, like with us. Like that'd be fun. I bet we can figure this out. I'm. I'm. I, I, I'm. I, I would love to do that. I mean, I think we got. We have to wait till COVID is over. Well, yeah, because, of course. You know, we would want to fill up the, uh, the uh, Pappy and Harriet's dance hall. Oh with, my God! How amazing would that be? Yeah. And your Clive Turner would be there, guest <laughs> of honor. Like, oh Lord. Okay, I vow to sit through Howling Seven all at once 
<laughs> and learn to appreciate it for you. <laughs> What's your next bucket list? We already did the Monster Mart and now Howling 7, Pioneer Town. These are two things I've been hearing you talk about forever. Mm-hmm. Oh, we also did the gas station from Texas Chainsaw. You wanted to go there. Like, what else do you have that I can drag you to? <laughs> the gas station. Yeah, isn't that what you said you hadn't gone to? Texas Chainsaw? Are, are you crazy? We went to the gas That's station. That's what I'm saying. I was saying stuff that I, since I that, met that we've you. we've already done. No, listen yeah. to me talk now. <laughs> what I'm saying is, since I met you, these were mm-hmm. places that you had been talking about. Like, oh, I'd love to go there. I would love to go there. So yeah. now we've crossed three of those off. Understand? Yeah. Understand what I'm saying okay. now? Okay. <laughs> so what's the next thing we can cross off your I want to go there list? Well, you know... I would love to go to the little Mexican town where they filmed the Wild Bunch, but I'm not sure. And um, uh, they filmed a Tarantino movie there, too. Um, Which one? From um, Dust Till Dawn? Yeah, from Dust Till Dawn. Yeah, really? I would go there, then. (laughs) um, I'm not sure it's safe to drive into northern Mexico, (laughs) but... but, um, If it is, let's go. But I, I would like to go to that town. Okay. What in America would you want to go to? Um, I don't know. I, you know, I, I would have to think about it. I mean, supposedly there's a clearing where the Evil Dead cabin was. Oh, I've think, heard people go there, I yeah. think the cabin is gone. I think it either burned down or it got dismantled or something. But that's in Tennessee. I've definitely seen they people down from, posting from the site that they've gone there where, where it was filmed. Yeah, I mean, we would have to find out exactly that's where That's somewhere that you want to go? That's easy. We can do that. Well, I'm just try- I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to come up with stuff. You put me on the spot here. Okay, well, if you don't have anything on the top of your head, like these are ones that literally, since I met you, you've been talking about. So it's just my mission to help you achieve your... Or nerd goals. <laughs> okay. So you come up with our next mission, and we'll go. All right. I mean, nothing can be Pioneer Town, of course, but. All right, I'll 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 come up with another location that we need to see. <laughs> All right, JB. Thanks for being here again. Any parting words for the people? The drive-in will never. Oh, die. good God! <laughs> <laughs> I'm not letting you get away with that one. Why? Because. I always, it's I, too simple. I have to say that. Uh, all right. I won't the, interrupt you. The drive-in will never die. Hot. <laughs> all right, homies. Homies. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for watching the Valentine's special. I hope you had fun, and we love you, and we'll see you again soon. Bye.